one cable show is canceled after three seasons, while another one is miraculously revived by Netflix. Stay tuned. Well, hello there. I'm Trevor Kimball. It is November 21st of 2013. Thanks very much to those of you who sent nice notes about my having a cold last week. I appreciate it. I think I'm all done with that and and am getting ready for the Thanksgiving holiday next week. My plan is to have a podcast, but how long it will be will basically depend on how much news we have. It seems like the news cycle is already kind of slowing down. Anyway, I want to welcome you to the TV series finale podcast. If you've listened before, thank you for joining me once again. And if you're new to the show, I want to tell you that this podcast is part of the TVseriesfinale.com website, which focuses on TV show cancellations and endings. And away we go. There won't be a fourth season of Necessary Roughness on USA Network. They have unfortunately canceled the sports drama. The cancellation comes as a bit of a surprise, but quite honestly, a little less so once you look at the ratings. The first season of Necessary Roughness drew an average of 4.18 million viewers, but season two dropped to 2.5 million. Despite the drop, USA renewed it for a shortened third season, and they added John Stamos and other new series regulars. The additions really didn't seem to help much or at all, because season three averaged just about the same as season two. The last episode of Necessary Roughness aired a few months ago on August 21st. Meanwhile, The Killing seems to be the luckiest TV show around. Now, you may recall that AMC canceled the drama last year, but then they were able to work out a new deal with the studio and the cable channel reversed the decision and the show came back for a third year in 2013. The ratings were even worse for season three, and AMC canceled it for a second time. Now, Netflix has come to the rescue and picked up the killing for a fourth, but final, season of six episodes. The stars are on board for the shortened season, as is the showrunner, and AMC isn't connected with the deal this time. The news just keeps getting better, however, for fans of MTV's Awkward TV series. In August, the cable channel renewed the dramedy for a fourth season of 10 episodes, and production hasn't begun yet, but now MTV has ordered 10 more episodes, bringing the season total to 20. Now, season three of Awkward is still airing and is expected to run through Christmas Eve. No word yet on when season four will see the light of day. Over on Fox, things are looking pretty sweet for some of the voice actors on Family Guy. Alex Borstein, Seth Green, Myla Kunis, and Mike Henry have collectively negotiated a big raise from the 20th Century Fox television studio, which produces Family Guy. Under the new deal, the voice actors will be each paid between $175,000 to $225,000 per episode for at least two more seasons, and for as many as five seasons of the animated series. Now, series creator Seth MacFarlane, who voices several Family Guy characters, is covered under a separate and more complicated deal because he created the show. The first season of the actor's new contract will be season 12. 
That's currently in production and is expected to start airing next fall on Fox. As far as I know, this is the first confirmation that the show is actually coming back next season, not that there was really any question. While Family Guy hasn't been officially renewed beyond season 12, there's no sign that Fox intends to stop making this very lucrative series. It does well for them on the network, and uh, it does extremely well in syndication for the studio. So it's not going anywhere. And speaking of Fox, they had a new futuristic crime drama debut this week. You might have seen it. It's called Almost Human. It takes place 20, th- I'm sorry, 35 years into the future and follows the partnership of a distrustful cop, played by Carl Urban, and an android capable of emotion, played by Michael Ely. It got off to a solid start on Sunday night, thanks in part to following football coverage on the network. The show is geared towards a young male audience, and that same demo obviously gravitates to football, as you might expect. And the second episode, however, aired on Monday, and that didn't fare quite as well. The show dropped nearly 30% in the ratings in its second night. Now, typically, new shows drop 15 20% in their second night, so this was higher than usual. Genre shows like this haven't typically survived very long on Fox. They tend to have solid launches, but then the ratings keep falling and they fall too low. Um, but we'll have to wait and see how Almost Human shakes out uh, in the next couple of weeks. That'll be a good indication to tell us if it's going to stick around. And in case you're wondering, the network has ordered 13 episodes for this season. Stars has announced that their new Black Sales series will launch on Saturday, January 25th at 9 p.m. There are eight episodes in the season, and it's a pirate adventure series that's a prequel of sorts of the classic Treasure Island series. Uh, I'm sorry, a Treasure Island book. In the story, Captain Flint, played by Toby Stevens, is the most brilliant and feared pirate captain of his day, and he takes on a fast-talking young crew member who goes by the name of John Silver, played by Luke Arnold. They and the crew fight for New Providence Island, which is uh, supposedly a paradise island that's inhabited by the most notorious and dangerous criminals of the day. Stars has already renewed the show for a second season of 10 episodes, and the early renewal was announced uh, back in July, I believe, and production is supposed to begin sometime this month. TNT has announced that Season 3 of Dallas will kick off on Monday, February 24th at 9 p.m. The cable channel has ordered 15 episodes this time around, the same quantity as Season 2. And though the ratings for Season 2 were down significantly from the first season, um, I think due in large part to the fact that they moved the show from summer to winter when there's more competition, TNT renewed Dallas for another season last spring. Unfortunately, unlike Season 2, TNT is going to break up the Season 3 into two parts, as they often do with a lot of their dramas. Ugh, not a fan. Um, The first eight installments will air before the show goes on hiatus in, I think it's in April that it goes on hiatus, and then the remaining seven episodes will air sometime over the summer. As you may recall... Sci-Fi recently renewed Face Off, 
Now that's their special effects makeup competition, and they renewed it for a sixth season. And they've now announced that the season is going to debut on Tuesday, January 14th at 9 p.m. It's going to feature 15 up-and-coming special effects makeup artists. And for the first time, the contestants are going to travel to the other side of the globe for a special episode that will be shot in Tokyo. And they'll be, uh, while there, they'll be tasked with creating a stylized anime character that's based on their own alter ego. Sounds kind of interesting. And speaking of reality shows, ABC has ordered a new singing competition. Wow, a new singing competition. That's original. For for summer 2014. It's called Rising Star, and the network has ordered 10 episodes. The show, it's actually, it's a huge hit over in Israel where it originated. And uh, from what I hear, I think something like half of that country's TV audience tunes in to watch the show. There's already a, a version planned for the UK for early 2015, and other versions are already in the works for France, Germany, Italy, and I think Russia. The Israel version uses real-time voting via a mobile app that's closely integrated into the series. It's unclear if ABC is going to try and do the same thing and use an app, and if they do, how they're going to accomplish real-time voting, if that's what they're trying to do, because we obviously have more time zones here in the United States. So how they'll deal with East Coast airings and West Coast airings, not really clear. The Alphabet Network has also announced that new seasons of their reality competitions, The Bachelor and The Taste, will debut in January. The Bachelor is returning for its 18th season, amazing, on Monday, January 6th at 8 p.m. And as per usual, episodes will run for two hours. And this time, they're going to revolve around Juan Pablo Galavis, I guess his name is. Um, and his search for a mate. He's a single father of a daughter, and he lives in Miami. And he's, I guess, supposedly a fan favorite on the ninth edition of The Bachelorette, which just aired this past summer. But he was sent home and apparently did not find a mate on that show, so he's going to try again on The Bachelor. The Taste, uh, now that's a cooking competition, will be back for its second season, And the episodes have been expanded to two hours this time. They were just 60 minutes last season. The new episodes will start airing on Thursdays, starting January 2nd. And the competition will once again pit 16 cooking competitors against one another. And they're going to be judged by and coached by chefs Anthony Bourdain, Nigella Lawson, uh, Ludo Lefebvre, and Marcus Samuelson. Now, Samuelson actually replaces Brian Malarkey, who was ousted after the first season. Not quite sure why, especially considering he um, he actually won. Uh, so, I don't know. But anyway, uh, streaming service Hulu has picked up a second season of Behind the Mask. That's their docuseries that follows the lives of the people who perform as sports mascots. And if you watch some of the footage, Wow. Those guys really take a beating. Yikes. I would not like that job. Um, There's going to be 10 new episodes for season two, 
And the plan is that they're going to introduce three new people that they're going to follow. Season two is expected to air sometime in 2014. Um, But the first season of Behind the Mask is still rolling out. And I believe there are four episodes left. The season finale is set to be released on December 17th. Once ABC's Back in the Game has completed its 13-episode run, uh, you may recall that ABC canceled the sitcom earlier this month, a familiar comedy will fill its time slot. The Alphabet Network has announced that the third season of Suburgatory will kick off on Wednesday, January 15th at 8.30 p.m. That's after the middle and before Modern Family. There are just 13 episodes this time around for Suburgatory, and that's down from the 22-episode orders of both seasons 1 and 2. And while we're talking about Wednesday night comedies, earlier this month you may recall that ABC ordered four more episodes of Super Fun Night, which airs after Modern Family. What will fill the Wednesday night time slot after that, you ask? Well... The network has announced that their new sitcom Mixology will premiere on Wednesday, February 26th at 9.30 p.m. It revolves around 10 diverse people who are at The Mix, a high-end bar in Manhattan's trendy meatpacking district. We'll have to wait and see if this does any better than Super Fun Night. FX has ordered The Strain, a new dramatic TV series that's based on the best-selling vampire novels by Oscar nominee Guillermo de Toro and Chuck Hogan. They're executive producers, and they co-wrote the pilot, and del Toro directed the pilot as well. The Strain is billed as a high-concept thriller that tells the story of the head of New York's Center for Disease Control Canary team. They're called to investigate a mysterious viral outbreak with hallmarks of an ancient and evil strain of vampirism. As the strain spreads, the team and some everyday New Yorkers must wage war for the fate of humanity itself. Hmm. Let's hope they win. Uh, The cable channel has ordered 13 episodes, which are expected to air starting next July, and production begins this month in Toronto. ABC has announced that the assets... Their new limited series, now that's code words for, please watch, you don't have to make a long commitment and we promise to give you an ending. Uh, The Assets will debut on Thursday, January 2nd. It will air in the 10 p.m. time slot while Scandal, on Thursday nights, is on a mid-season break. The network has ordered eight installments of this show, and it's based on the real-life events of CIA counterintelligence officer Sandy Grimes and takes place in 1985 during the final days of the Cold War. She lives a double life as a wife and mom, and she and her partner vow to find the mole who could turn out to be one of the most notorious traitors in U.S. history. And uh, The Assets is actually based on a book called Circle of Treason. As you may know, ABC has struggled to find a new successful drama for their Tuesdays at 10 p.m. time slot. Lucky 7, as you may recall, was quickly canceled, and they tried to resurrect Body of Proof, but that didn't work out. 
So now uh, they're trying a pair of new series for early 2014, and they're called Killer Women and Mind Games. You may have seen commercials for Killer Women. Um, It's going to premiere on January 7th. It's a crime drama that follows one of the first women to join the elite Texas Rangers, and she's committed to finding the truth and seeing justice served. There are eight episodes. Um, Once Killer Women is finished for the season, Mind Games will debut on March 11th. Now, Mind Games follows two brothers, played by Christian Slater and Steve Zahn. They're partners in the Edwards Agency, an unusual business that's based on the belief that people's decisions are influenced by their environment. Um, Zahn's character is a former university professor, and Slater plays his older brother, who's a schemer who's recently out of prison after a two-year stint for fraud. Slater's character comes up with a business model that he believes can make them very, very rich. It's not clear how many episodes of Mind Games have been ordered by ABC. We'll have to wait and see how it does. As previously announced, ABC's new drama Resurrection will premiere on the network on Sunday, March 9th. The network, however, has changed its time slot from 10 p.m. to 9 p.m. And in case you haven't heard of it, Resurrection follows uh, some of the residents of small-town Arcadia, Missouri, when some of their deceased loved ones start to reappear. Sunday Night Drama Revenge will be returning from its hiatus on March 9th, and that's moving to 10 p.m., so a later time slot. It's airing at 9 p.m. right now. That show is currently in its third season, and Revenge has been seeing some serious declines in the ratings. I've heard rumblings from people saying that they don't really enjoy the show as much anymore. Earlier this month, the numbers fell to a 1.3 rating in the 18 to 49 demo with uh, about 5.5 million total viewers. Not good. So things aren't looking good for the show, but it is close to having enough episodes for syndication, so that may save it. We'll have to wait and see. Betrayal, which currently airs on Sunday nights, has been doing very poorly and... Not surprisingly, the network isn't ordering any more episodes for uh, the rest of the season. They haven't said it, but the show is essentially canceled. Um, you know, the ratings the ratings are just too, too low. And hopefully the showrunners have seen the writing on the wall and will give the show some closure before the end. I think it's the right thing to do for the fans. And that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. To learn more about any of the stories I've mentioned, please check out the show page for this particular episode. It's located at tvseriesfinale.com slash episode 57. If you have thoughts about the show, you can send me a message via email at podcast at tvseriesfinale.com or you can leave a message at 213-814-3200. If you'd like to get future episodes of the podcast automatically for free, you can go to the iTunes store and search for TV series finale to subscribe. And if you'd like to support the show, please leave a review on the iTunes store as it helps others to find it. And as always, please feel free to visit the TV series website for the latest cancellation news, renewals, ratings, and more. There's also a Facebook page you can like and a Twitter feed you can follow. 
and uh, I enjoy interacting with listeners and readers in any of those places. I'm Trevor Kimball, and until next time, stay tuned. <laughs>